0: If you're ready for the perfect blend of spirituality and strategy when it comes to online marketing and building your business, you're in the right place. So make sure you subscribe for new episodes every single week. You ready? Let's go. Welcome back to Sacred Work. This is Taylor Ray, and today I am sitting down with Kimberly Wenya and we are talking all about the science of modern girl manifestation. Kimberly wenya is a manifestation and mindset mentor your number one source for manifestation based in science and truth while on the journey to bridging the gap between the woo and manifestation for modern women KW has been researching and refining the manifestation process which led to her ultimately collapsing time she was able to bring her five to ten year vision board to life in just two and a half years and is now passionate about bringing classical universal laws to light for modern women she is the creator of the manifestation method, a solid science-backed formula and process that aligns with universal principles to manifest your desires and is in the process of writing a go-to book for the truth about manifestation. I'm so excited to share this interview with you today where we are talking all about intentional manifestation and the power of balance, how to collapse time when it comes to manifesting, the power of transmuting both negative and positive energy into gratitude, and the science behind manifesting and what it means to quantum shift i'm so excited to share this episode with you and as you are listening make sure you screenshot your favorite parts and share them in your instagram stories tagging us at tayrayofficial and at kimberly wenya Welcome back, my loves. I'm so excited to be here. And today I'm sitting down with the gorgeous Kimberly Wenya. Welcome to the show, my love. Hi, Taylor. Thank you so much for having me. I'm excited. It's going to be a beautiful chat and I'm excited to share your take on manifestation. You're known for really creating modern girl manifesting and blending the science into manifesting, truth-based manifesting. So I think it's going to be beautiful today. Can you tell us a little bit about you and the sacred work that you do in the world? Absolutely. So my
1: name is Kimberly Wenya. That's my first and second name. And I basically started off with thinking, so I was basically studying a bachelor degree of science. And in the middle of it, I was like, you know what? I don't think I actually want to become an osteopath because that's what I was geared towards um, in my own life. So then I started to look more into personal development. As things rolled on, I learned about the law of attraction through the secret, which many of us know about, realized eventually that it's really superficial and there's like a of stuff out there that is um, a lot deeper than what we hear in that documentary and that book. And then I started to apply it into my own life. I created a full vision board in 2018 and I was like, okay, like this, I'm going to gun for it. I think it's going to take like five to 10 years to get everything, but I'm just going to go for it. And so I basically started to apply universal laws and principles into my own life, little rituals um, every single day. And what ended up happening was within just two and a half years, everything on that vision board came true like everything manifested and it blew me away so much so that I knew I had to really nail down a method that I used that helped all of this to come true so quickly and collapse time so that's a little bit about myself in a nutshell but I help women do the exact same with their own lives creating their dream lives using
0: principles that are based in truth and science in manifestation Mm, I love that. Can you give us a little bit of a picture? Like, obviously you said you were studying and, you know, sort of thought, and I feel you on this so much, like felt like you were going down this one big path and then ended up shifting completely. Can you give us a picture of like where you, what your life was like, where you were at and then what manifested in that two year period? Oh yeah.
1: Oh my gosh. Like I, (laughs) I get so excited when people ask me this question because I think that in, we need to paint the picture otherwise it's just like okay cool like you've got this bunch of things but where did you start so mm-hmm. basically I was living with my parents I had a little room absolutely cluttered like just, just stuff everywhere I remember having this Ikea desk and just like working away nothing wrong with Ikea but I just had so much shit all over it <laughs> mm-hmm. and um, I had you know there was drab curtains I had like a lot of old clothes I didn't even like and I just remember I was about 23 22 and I thought to myself, okay, right now I'm studying full-time. My whole schedule is just uni. It's just waking up, go to uni, come back, uh, eat, study, go to sleep. And I felt like I wanted more and I felt like I had to deal with just what I was given. And what I didn't realize back then was that you don't just have to deal what you're, with what your uh, life gives you. You know, you, just, you don't just deal with the cards that you're dealt from the universe. You can actually ask for more and you can build into that. So at the time I was waitressing for $10 an hour at this um, like Malaysian restaurant. I was also tutoring kids with violin Lynn and Matt. And working an admin job at a reception as a receptionist kind of uh, role at an osteo clinic, and I was working so hard. I felt like everything I wanted, like everything on my Pinterest board, was just so far away that I couldn't even feel like how I was going to get there. I was so confused, and so that's kind of where it all started. I just felt like you know I'm stuck in this box, and it's never going to change. And I'd never thought of what if I could change my life until I started reading books, right? And and then from there, I just started to implement the tools, like I mentioned, and I was learning about, so first I, I learned about the law of attraction and I heard about, okay, when you change your mindset and when you change your emotions, you attract a new reality. And I was like, this is cool. Like I want to start implementing this and see what I can change in my life. And it did change my life to a certain degree, but there was a limit because I only knew of the law of attraction and nothing else, which I'm sure that you, Taylor, also like you've also had your own journey with. Like going through that phase <laughs> and so yeah. right and so basically over the first year I built this business KW based on just sharing my journey and sharing what was working for me with manifestation and intentional manifestation right because we're always constantly manifesting but it's about manifesting the life that we actually want and at the end of that first year after working this business, working with clients, creating courses, I actually went way past my goal, which my goal was to have just a $50,000 year, my first year in business. And I tripled it, over tripled it, which was so it was mind blowing. And I knew that it was also because I was using intentional manifestation. Then the second year of my business was when I then traveled the world. So I actually decided I wasn't going to continue uni. I was actually, I I had graduated and I was just going to go full-time into the business. And I traveled through Europe and around the world with my partner Viome. And that was a whole dream come true because on this vision board, I had crazy things like a Tesla on there, a puppy on there, traveling to Europe, working with Gabby Bernstein, going to New York, which that also happened in the first year that I started to get into this. Mm. So second year was all about travel and nurturing my soul and, you know, doing all the wanderlust activities. And then coming back now, once I came back to Melbourne, I was act- it was able to actualize and manifest them the dream home the puppy the tesla and it's just been totally mind-blowing of uh you know realizing the power of manifestation and how that was able to happen so quickly so that's kind of like a really quick rundown but we can go as micro as you'd like (laughs) I love that it's so beautiful and
0: it's so lovely to hear the story as well to see where you came from and now where you're at and what you've been able to create for yourself within your reality and I think a lot of people can really resonate I know that I definitely can I so remember that same feeling where you know you're kind of just going through the motion of your life and you feel I felt suffocated personally like I just yes anxiety attacks like breaking down all the time like just hating the job that I had and just being like there has to be more than this there has to be more and you know I really resonate on the university front as well where you know I was the same I was working like three jobs at the same time and studying so like very aligned yeah. So really understand that. And I think that that would resonate for a lot of people and just like, holy shit, like, oh my God, like just kind of feeling like you've almost fallen into your life rather than intentionally created it for yourself. And I think that that's a huge takeaway is that like, you know, no matter where you're at, when you realize that, like that realization is everything that like, wait a sec, like you are in control, you get to create whatever it is that you desire. It's just about being intentional with it. So I love that. And I really want to dive into sort of what that process looks like for you. So I know that you talk a lot about modern girl manifestation. Can you dive into what that is as opposed to like the traditional manifesting side of things?
1: Yeah. So what I love about how, well, and this is just me like being genuinely in love with the work that I do, but what I love about how I've made the effort to present manifestation is that whilst it retains all of that ancient wisdom that we that we know of and even, you know know. know uh, universal laws that newton and einstein have created for us like this is going back into science and pulling from almost also my bachelor degrees of science but uh, we retain all of that but we present it in a, a very beautiful way where it's it's Palatable to our minds for women who are just, you know, normal everyday women. And we like, uh, you know, to dress uh, the way we like to dress and we like to, um, you know, wear, you know, have bags or do our nails or whatever. And it, you don't have to be like a girly girl. That's not what I'm saying. It's just basically like, uh, I think there's, a certain beauty about being able to learn about what you want to learn about in a way where you enjoy it right so it's not like old English that's really hard to understand with examples you can't relate to it's about the science of things but also understanding it in your modern girl life and allowing yourself to go into the depths of really understanding this stuff without having to dumb it down per se so that once you uh, uh, like apply it to your life it is so profound within your, within your programming, within your mindset that it just becomes a way of life. Does that kind of make sense?
0: <laughs> Definitely. And I think what you're saying is like, you know, it really aligns with you rather than you feeling like you have to revamp yourself into this whole other thing that doesn't actually feel good. Yeah. Yeah. Totally. Yeah. yeah, no, I love that. And um, I'd love to dive a little bit deeper into it. So obviously for you, it's so important, the science. And I love what you said there where, you know, bringing in parts of your degree and things like that. And I think that's so, it goes hand in hand with what you're saying around like the modern girl manifesting is like really understanding that like you are you and the elements of you are what make you amazing. Um, And then bringing that into your manifestation process. And obviously for you, that's so backed in science. Can we dive a little bit deeper into manifesting? and you know I talk about it a lot on the podcast especially in the earlier episodes but for those that don't then maybe a bit newer to the concept or they just want a bit of a refresher let's look at that and then I'd love for you to go a little bit deeper on the science side of things as well Oh my gosh, I'm so excited. Let's do it. <laughs>
1: um, is there a specific question you had
0: regarding manifestation, or do we just, would you just I start your approach around blending the science and the woo? So, what does it mean to manifest? Yeah. How does the science part play into that?
1: Yeah, absolutely. So my understanding of manifestation is that it's the creation of our reality based on our thoughts, our emotions, and our vibration. And so it's about a combination of this. But really why why it has come to this definition in my own mind is because we look at ourselves and looking at the science behind this. We ultimately are made out of matter, right? That's what the body is. It's made out of physical matter. And when you di- when you dive deeper into what matter really is, we're made out of atoms. And when you dive deeper in what atoms really are, they're subatomic particles and subatomic waves. Now, if you've learned about light in high school or university, then you know that there are two models really that we focus on when we describe light and the behavior of light. And that is the wave theory and the particle theory and we can actually join these two from going from subatomic waves and subatomic particles to then creating a theory that we as human beings are light beings right and that's why we say love and light and why um you might hear that people say um, people say that we are light beings so From there, we can then start to look at the behavior of light and actually liken that to the human body and how we actually have a vibration. We've got energy just like light does. And when we look at, you know, even because people get confused, they're like, why am I solid then? Well, the reason why we're solid is because we're vibrating at a condensed frequency where we're actually able to be solid beings. Um, And if you look at the equation and I might be losing people but just stick with me here it's, it's so interesting <laughs> <I'm> e, <only>. <laughs> <laughs> if we look at e equals mc squared e means energy m means mass and c is just a constant you don't need to worry about that but if energy has an equation where there's mass involved on the other side then just because your mass doesn't mean you don't have energy it means that they're both linked so mm-hmm. you've got an electromagnetic field as a human being and um, you know, even Joe Dispenser says that you can measure this three meters from where your body ends. And this mm-hmm. is true. Like they can mo- measure that through uh, scientific studies. And through this field, you are emitting signals out into this universe that's expanding and expanding. And you're, you're sending out signals and broadcasting out signals. And just like a radio, when you're tuned to a certain frequency, you're going to receive a song, a host on the other side, and you're going to hear that. Except in our physical reality, what you experience is your life experience and you see things physically appearing in your physical reality, right? Mm -hmm. So it's almost like we're basically just big radios (laughs) and tuning into a certain reality that you may or may not want. Now, what the beauty about this is, is that whether you know it or not, you are sending out signals and you can turn your back on this and kind of just be like, you know, like whatever. Or you can realize that there are universal laws that govern what you attract into your life Mm -hmm. and govern what happens in your life. So this is, I guess, the breakdown of all of this. But once we can see this understanding, then you know that you create your reality. Now, the second part of the science about this that I really love and this is where it's a really deep part of KW's principles is that everything exists in balance. Now we see this everywhere in nature. We've got the sun, the moon, we've got day, we've got night, we've got tide in, tide out. We've got um, opposites like hot and cold, and everything is always going to tend towards balance. So for example, your, your body, when you get cold, you're going to shiver so that you can raise the body temperature back to balance. When you've got a fever, you're going to release white blood cells to kill the virus so that you can lower your temperature back to balance. So everything is always coming back to balance. And so the model that I really go into when it comes to manifestation is we need a model that honors balance. And many models out there, including The Secret, including many uh, thought leaders out there even will say that joy is the creator of your reality or that when you feel good or when you feel positive, that's when you're creating things in alignment with your desires. And even I went through a whole phase subscribing to that model. However, when that happens, we actually leave half of the emotions out of the picture and we we leave that off and we don't even use that when it's actually useful because if we're only joyful half of the time and you know we always experience sadness we experience anger frustration if you don't have a model that is able to use those um, emotions to be able to still manifest your life you're only being 50 percent effective right Mm -hmm. so when we then want to create our realities, we want to. We want a model, like we said, that honors when we're in a positive mindset, but also honors when we are in a negative mindset. And there is a way to do this. And it's about transmuting both sides to gratitude. Now, when you're in a joy model, you can't just be like, okay, I'm positive, I'm positive. And so I'm manifesting my desires. Because then when you're negative, you feel bad and you're like, crap. I'm not manifesting. I feel so bad. And you judge yourself. So this already doesn't feel very good to us. Like intuitively, it's like, okay, well, that makes, it doesn't make as much sense. But if you think about it, when you have a good experience, you can be grateful. You're like, oh, yay, I hit my goal. Yay. I manifested this friend or whatever it is. Mm. When you are in a negative mindset, you can also transmute that experience to gratitude. Why? Because we learn a lesson there. So there's a purpose to you feeling negative and it's not just the contrast because many uh, people say that, well, we experience negativity just for contrast. But I believe just like vegetables aren't just contrast to the meat on your plate, there's a a purpose for veggies. There's the nutrients within them. There's the vitamins within them. So even in your negative mindset, there's lessons for you to learn. And your job is to honor those ways where you go into positivity and honor the ways when you go into negativity, but transmute it to gratitude because both work. Then when you're in that state of gratitude, you're actually saying to the universe, I'm so grateful that this has happened and gratitude is actually the human expression of love. Now, love is what actually encompasses all emotions and joy can't can't even compare to love because it's only one transient experience. Um, one of the colors of the rainbow that love really is right so Mm -hmm. when we want to actually manifest our desires we want to enter a state of love and as humans we're gonna we're gonna um, express that through gratitude so if you can actually make the conscious effort to step into gratitude then that's when you're magnetizing your desires towards you so that's kind of like a oh, big that hit. Was
0: great. That was so great. I love your articulation of that and your example <laughs> and the breakdown. And I definitely stuck with you even when we started do- talking about math Yay. And things like that. Like so good. And I think honestly, it's just a really refreshing way to hear it spoken about because I think it is, like you said, there's a lot out there around just, just stay positive, just stay happy. Yes. like Yeah. And that's a really easy thing to say, but then in the human experience, it's not necessarily an easy thing for that to continuously be your reality because we're humans. Like we have a spectrum. Yeah. Of we have a spectrum of areas in which we are vibrating up, down, high, low. Like, and so yeah. honoring those, I think this gives so much permission for that. Um, yes. Just the way that you really speak about that, and it's definitely my approach as well. Like my love entire- it. Um, introduction into the world of spirituality came out of a breakdown when I literally was like in the worst point of my life. <laughs> and I've been crying myself to sleep for months. And I literally was walking down my hallway and I heard the words, this is happening for you, not to you. And that changed wow. everything for me, like that moment, like literally everything. And from there, I learned about manifesting and everything like that. But my whole foundation of manifestation was born out of a negative experience that was actually beneficial. Um and so I love that you've spoken about that because I think honestly it is how I literally live my life in that like there's Mm -hmm. there is no such thing as it being bad or you failing or you know it being you feeling shitty being a bad thing. Like that's not it's not a bad thing. Don't shit on yourself. Like it it's Mm -hmm. actually and it is part of the process and I love what you said there where it's like if you can lean into the lessons that is honestly how we start to realize that the universe is conspiring in your favor like it is all working yeah. at all times so love yeah. that blend of the spiritual the spirituality with the science the manifesting coming in with that science side of things is amazing and I just really love that you spoke to that Thanks, babe. I really appreciate it. It makes me so excited. Yeah, really beautiful. So for someone that, and also I was going to ask you around, you know, the vibrational side of things and, you know, lifting up your vibration, but I suppose the thing that you've just said, obviously what you said is like, you know, when we do lean into gratitude that transmutes and does end up raising your vibration anyway, is that kind of what you're saying?
1: Yes, so what I'm what I believe in my model of understanding of this is that the highest vibration of all is love and joy isn't actually as high vibration as love is because love is the so when I work with my mentors like De Martini and Mitch from MJB um, seminars we're always like I always talk to him about this stuff and he's like love is the unification and the synthesis of all other emotions and the seemingly positive and the seemingly negative and when you're able to ent- enter a state where you see both sides mm-hmm. that's when you like you, you bam you just like step into that so That's how I see vibrationally. I see that love is the highest vibration and and actually emotion in itself actually just takes you out of that vibration. So I believe that all the other emotions don't necessarily have a ladder or don't necessarily have like an order to what's good or bad. Emotions in general take you out of love because it's only one facet of it. So I don't say like it's bad to feel fear versus bad to feel like you know what I mean. (laughs) So Mm -hmm. that's how I see it. And emotions really just come out of our experiences when we have certain values We, as human beings, we're going to categorize something as good slash bad. And we're going to have an emotional response to that. So emotion in general is actually what takes us out. But when we come back to love, that's ultimately what I, what I believe is the creator for our desires.
0: Mm, I love that, and I feel like you know even you're explaining that for me that's what it feels like to be in total alignment, and like you said like yeah. almost what pulls you out of that, but it's weird. I was talking to a friend about about this yesterday, um in that it's just almost that like that calm space like that beautiful space of just being like okay I'm totally just calm here like I just feel Mm -hmm. so good and that is that highest vibration that I feel like you're talking about and what I love as well is that you know in this model in the way that you're explaining it it's not about feeling like okay I feel sad I have to work my way back up to happy it's like yeah yeah Celebrate what's happening here in this moment and express gratitude for it. And the natural reaction of that is that you do end up elevating your vibration anyway.
1: Exactly. And because, and it's so good you mentioned that because there's, you know, when we look back on our lives, we weren't always just happy, right? You're always going to have those ups and those downs. But the more, and this is from my own experience too, I remember reading a book and it was telling me, hey, be in a positive mindset. The more you're positive, the better you attract. And I was like, okay, I got this. I remember reading it on the bus and I was like, okay, from now on, I'm just going to be happy, happy chappy. And I could only hold it for like six. 72 hours but the whole time I felt like I was raising the roof of a building and it felt like it was overwhelming me so after 72 hours I had this huge crash Mm -hmm. where I felt so low and the way I see this and the way that I understand this is because remember everything happens in balance so when you go through a phase of good you are also going to have to be balanced out by either a negative event but we can actually avoid a negative event from happening when you see both sides of the good event happening so for example a lot of people relate really well to money and if you manifest the ten thousand dollar month that's not just all good because everything ultimately, mathematically as well, like scientifically, is neutral. The only reason why you see something as good or bad is because of your values. Someone who hates money and has fear of money doesn't may not want $10,000. But somebody who's like, yes, I want $10,000 might see that as great. What they don't see is the hidden negative on that which is that things like you got to pay tax you got to maybe people are jealous of you but you accept that because money is a value of yours so this is also how we start to look at things because if you just say that everything is good everything is good then you're setting yourself up to then mindfully balance yourself out energetically and and the universe can bring something in if you don't choose how it's going to show up does that kind of make sense
0: Yeah, it does. And I think as well, even just you giving that example and talking about, you know, holding the roof up, it almost feels like this heavy pressure, which to me stems from almost a place of scarcity because it's like this, that it's going to go away if you don't. Exactly. on it And staying happy and being up all the time. Like that's so forced rather than, as you said, that more holistic approach where it is looking at the whole picture, celebrating all of it, accepting all of it. And then not feeling like you have to grip it so tightly. Exactly. Exactly. (laughs) Exactly. Exactly.
1: And I feel like that also gives us so much relief because you're not like, oh my God, I'm in a bad bound and I'm detracting my desire. Like that's not what we're saying at all. Like you can, that's why I feel like I love this so much because you Mm. had the permission to be human and you've got the permission to optimize yourself as a human um, and to use both sides.
0: Yeah, that's beautiful. And I think it's great no matter where you're at in your journey with manifestation. If you've never heard of it until right now or if you've been on a beautiful journey, like this is such a lovely reminder. Because I know that when I was first getting started with all of it, I did have a lot of that fear in that, oh my God, well it's so good now. What if it goes away? Like, oh my God, what and, and then I put so much pressure on my rituals and my processes and all yeah. that. That then they almost started to feel like a burden. And then exactly. Whereas then, you know, over time and obviously through development of this, really understanding like it's that full acceptance and everything is always working in your favor no matter what. And that yeah. just as you said, it allows you to feel like you can breathe and it's more permission and it's not so heavy. It's just a lot.
1: Yeah, exactly, Taylor. And the other thing that you said in that story, which I was like, oh, that's such a good point, is remember that w- when you said that you had this feeling like, oh, it's going to go away. Like, I need to keep it up. Like, that's almost as well, like an intuitive feeling that everything comes back to balance. And that it's like when you feel like, oh, my gosh, I'm in such a good state. But I'm scared that something bad's gonna happen. Mm -hmm. And that's your intuitive knowing, like your soul being like, hey, everything ultimately comes back to balance, almost, you know?
0: Yeah, and you create it for
1: yourself because what
0: you create. create, All of that worry manifests. So Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. I'd love to talk about your specific process for manifesting. So you spoke earlier about how you did a vision board right in the beginning. Is that still a process that you rely on? Do you have like a step-by-step method? What does it look like for you? Yes. So ultimately now,
1: like after, and this... It's so funny but I've only created like a really solid solid method that is like it's bulletproof now like it anyone can use it and they will manifest what they want and it's called the manifestation method um but I only made that this year so after two and a half years of really trialing and erring and finding what was true and what was so true and but ultimately let me give like the main tips to start with if you want to start manifesting your dream life and I believe that it ultimately does come down to un- like knowing what that clarity is around that life that you wish to create. So to me at that time, it was creating a, a vision board. And what's important about vision boards is that you need to make sure that you're choosing things that are in alignment with you, that you actually want, that it's not like your parents saying that you want to go travel. Like it's actually you, what you want now. And then also when you're choosing the, the photos, you want to really choose photos that actually make your soul lit up with fire. So you want to choose ones that when you look at them, you can feel that being so real and you feel so inspired for it to occur. So for me, when I was choosing photos of like the puppy and um, the dream home in Santorini and Paris and New York, I was only choosing photos that I really, really loved and would like want to paste it on my room wall. <laughs> so that's, that's what I would start off with. I would do, if I were you, like a, if I would, when I say you, I mean like everybody, <laughs> yeah. I would do a journal session where you're like, if I literally could live any life I wanted. And the genie was going to give it to me. What would that dream life be? And just write everything that comes to you that flows out. And from there, you can build that vision board. But the next thing is you want to start being aware of what you're already thinking. So we want to go a bit meta and we want to think about what you're thinking. So if you are thinking constantly like it's not going to happen, I feel so far away, my goals, they're just you know, they're not happening. And as long as you're feeling and thinking those things, you're only activating parts of your brain, like the RAS system and you're in the brainstem and you're only activating those parts to look for evidence to prove that that is true. So if you want to create a new reality, even just scientifically, you need to start asking different questions and thinking different thoughts. So instead of saying, this person's not gonna message me back, or instead of saying this client's not gonna sign up with me, you need to say things like open-ended, like what if, or how about if they actually signed on, or how what if I actually had a 30k a month or a 50k a month or an 80k a month? Like, start to ask those questions and you're already starting to shift what you're looking for in your reality. Then there is the feeling part, right? So this is where through my principles, I believe that it's it's just good to start observing when you feel high and when you feel low. So when do you feel like you're happy and when do you feel like you're in a negative bout? And if you're staying in, in one or the other for too long you want to start to see how you can actually bring yourself back to balance so and and here's the thing it happens both sides it's not just one-sided so that means that when you're in a low moment it's not just about building yourself back up so you believe in yourself it also means that when you are in a high moment to ground yourself back to balance because remember it's it's equal on both sides so like we said with the money in a high moment when you're like oh my god i hit my goal of 20k or hit my goal of 30k whatever then you want to say to yourself okay well what did i learn here and, and what's the negative side i'm not necessarily seeing?" but the negative that we're talking about isn't something to fear it's something to just accept and be aware of because you're acknowledging it and by acknowledging it you are actually creating a future where you're not manifesting a huge dip, a huge low to be in your life because you're choosing for that negativity to come through your own mindful understanding. So you might, you might say all those things and you balance yourself out and you go, okay, like I paid tax, like people got jealous, maybe um, people might want me to pay brunch, but that's okay because I've got enough money to, you know, all those different things. and, And you ground so much deeper. And even in just saying that, If you really feel into it, like imagine that you did manifest your money and it all happens. Even just by thinking about the unseen negative, you feel not just this fluttery high kind of joy, it becomes so grounded and you enter gratitude. Now, same thing for when you're in like a low moment during the day. So what I would do is just be aware of it and say like you had a fight with your boyfriend or whatever it is, what you're going to do is you can say, okay, well, you would naturally want to build yourself up at some point, right? Like you don't want to just stay there. So you would say to yourself, you know what? I learned the lesson. I want to communicate better. I'm going to tell him how I feel. I'm not going to yell at him and bite his head off. I'm just going to yeah. be calm, collected. And in that moment, you're seeing both the negative because you fought, but you see the positive and you enter gratitude. So that's a practice
0: that I would start to enter as well. Love that. That's a beautiful example that last one. On as well, that's something that is huge in our relationship. Mine and James, mm-hmm. like you know, with arguments, like if ever they come up, which they do, like we celebrate it. Even though in the moment it might feel difficult, we might just like take like a moment or two, go away, take a breath, and then come back and be like, okay can see how it's like and we've been yeah. some really hard stuff over the last few months and one of the things that we've said is like you go through the breakdown to have the breakthrough like mm-hmm. you know, you really come through and you learn the lessons and it helps you to grow and to be stronger and that's like a big mantra that we live our life by is that like everything is helping you to grow to evolve to expand um yeah.
1: so I, think I love that's that, that.
0: Yeah, a beautiful example as well. And I love that you you give so many nice, tangible examples that make it really easy for people to go, okay, cool, I can see how... I can apply that to my life and different scenarios. I guess one question that I have, and I, I feel like I know what you'll say, but you know, for those that maybe have a little bit of fear around this, about acknowledging the negatives in a moment that feels so beautiful and so high vibe and so exciting to then have maybe resistance around going, okay, well now I've got to look at the negative and that doesn't yeah. feel good. How do you suggest tackling that?
1: This is, I'm so glad you asked this question because this is the main thing that holds people back. This is where you need to remember that our goal isn't to be joyful. Okay. The the goal is for us to be grateful, but gratitude can only be entered. And I've studied the, the physics and metaphysics around this. When you can see both sides, when you can see the positive and the negative, you actually enter a state of timelessness and spacelessness. And so, when, when you're afraid because you're like, but I feel so great and I feel like I'm on top of the world and everything, you've got to remember it's not a bad thing to look at those negatives because they're happening whether you look at them or not. It's kind of like saying to yourself, okay, I, like, I'm like i only going to look at one side of the coin, but the other half of the coin already is there. You're just not looking at it and it's not going to hurt you. So you've got to understand it's not that we're lowering your vibration. That's not what we're doing. We're actually elevating your vibration another notch to love and that is confusing to people because they're like but you're looking at the negative side but what you need to realize is that metaphysically and this is what i go into the metaphysics about this in manifestation the basics that's where i teach the whole method basically you've got to understand that in order to step into that gratitude you need to see both sides and that is not lowering your vibration in that case when you're feeling joy remember emotion takes you out of love and that includes joy too so the ultimate the ultimate state you want to be in is that love and that
0: seeing both sides Mm, that's great and I think that that's so well explained is that like looking at it isn't going to hurt you it's not going to Mm -hmm. lower your vibration that's not the point to bring you down and be like okay focus on all the shitty stuff it's more like acknowledge it and then that's going to allow you to really elevate to that state that yes gratitude
1: Yeah. And let me just mention as well, like when I first heard, this is what turned me off this whole model because when I first started, like I actually heard this quite early on in my journey, like Dr. Martini talks a lot about, not in this way, but he talks about, you know, seeing both sides. And I remember being like, yeah, that's cool, but I'm going to stick with this positive thinking just to see how it goes. (laughs) And, um, it, yeah, for come full circle, I can tell you with full conviction that this model is where it's at like it it, worked and and yes so basically it's through my own experience and research that I've come to this ultimate model that's so bulletproof and I think for some people, they might hear this and they're also not ready to, to accept it. And that's okay. You don't have to subscribe to this if it's not aligned for you because mm. you know everybody has different ways of doing things. And you might also have to go through your own journey where you're like, okay, I'm going to stick with this positive thinking, but you might come back or you might not and that's okay so that's how I also see it
0: yeah that's beautiful I love that you touched on that too is that like just what feels good for you feeling towards the it might not be in divine timing right now but maybe one day it will be maybe it won't but nothing is exactly So I think that's lovely. Um, I wanted to ask about quantum shifting. I know that you've talked a lot about this in the past, and I feel like it links in a lot with everything that you talk about with the science side of things for manifesting. Can you give us a bit of an understanding around what a quantum shift is and how one can create it in their life?
1: Yes. Okay. So this is actually something that I would love to do more studying of and more research into. But my current understanding of what a quantum shift is, is that it's understanding that (laughs) this is going a bit like into like metaphysics, but slash physics, but it's understanding that there are multiple parallel realities of what's occurring right now. There's a version of you who's rich. There's a version of you who's poor. There's a version of you who's living her best life. And there's a version of you who's not living her best life. And ultimately you get to choose right and so you can almost the way I see it is like imagine a whole field of potentials right mm-hmm. and it's like when you look at atoms and actually they've done a study on this and when they were looking at electrons through um, I'm not going to go into too much of the detail but basically when scientists look at, elect- uh, at atoms, the electrons would only appear when someone was observing it so it's like you have so many potentials of all these different realities that exist around you and you are observing your reality and so you can actually quantum shift into a specific reality you want to shift into by changing your thoughts changing your mindset changing your emotions and so the reason why i feel drawn to quantum shifting and the idea of it is because ultimately you're collapsing time you're going from one reality to another speeding up time between the two and that's what i believe i was able to do within the two and a half years for my own goals right mm. so my understanding is that just um, to really simplify it, if you desire to quantum shift into a reality, what you need to do is you need to start acting as if you are already that person before that manifestation has occurred because Physically, that manifestation won't show up in your reality until until you've done all of the inner work, until you've done all of the energetic um, shifts within your mindset, within your thoughts, and you're attracting a new reality. It's the last thing that's going to change, right, physically in your reality. So I would start to just embody that version of you who already has the the clients, that dream business that you have, that uh, whatever seven figures in a business or whatever that it is that you desire, and start embodying her now and aligning your actions, aligning your thoughts uh, with who she also is. But ultimately that's kind of like a, in a nutshell, my understanding of it.
0: Yeah. It's great. I love that. And it's something I lean into a lot is like, you know, what would the next level version of me do? Or what is my mm. step self? Like how does she act? What does she do? And I think that that's a beautiful way to look at things and start to act from that place, like act as if. And then like you said, I'm assuming that that is for you, how you did that you know, collapsing of time because you've mentioned Mm. that twice. Would you say that that was probably the biggest thing that allowed that to take place? Was that really like stepping into that next level version of you and then acting from that place? Definitely.
1: I would say that because if you're still acting as the self that you already are, you're only just going to recreate the same reality. So to manifest a new level, you need to embody a new level of you as well. And that's how, yeah, I believe that's how we collapse time.
0: Beautiful with uh, one question that people ask a lot when it comes to manifesting is the approach around putting timeframes on what you're calling in. So obviously for you, you did your vision board in the beginning and that was like looking at like a five year vision and you ended up calling it in in two and a half years. Um, for people when they are setting, mani- and I know that this is something that I definitely, when I first started, I was like, do I, don't I, I don't know. Like there was so much stress for me there. Yeah. I'd love to hear your approach to this around timeframes. It's also 1222 as I'm saying this. I know, I saw that of my up phone. for us, <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, what's your thoughts around putting a time frame on what you're manifesting? And then if it doesn't manifest in that time, what's your approach there?
1: Yes, I believe that we have flexibility around this because there are going to be things that, okay, so ultimately what I focus on is my intuition here, right? Because your intuition is your connection to the universe. You're connected to your higher self. There's so many different words for it. But basically, if you've got a goal and you're like, okay, I want to manifest my dream car. And you're saying to yourself, it needs to happen this year. If you feel constricted and you feel like <laughs> like you're panicking and it's something that's quite like a large vision of yours, then I would just actually release that. Mm-hmm. However, say it's like a money goal. Say you want to hit like a month where you're hitting a multiple five-figure months. Now, if that is something that you can build an action plan towards and you can show how you're going to show up. And, and you can build that plan for yourself, it's less overwhelming. Same thing if it was for the cart. Like you could do the same thing. If you wanted it, wanted it within the year, you just need to come up with a strategic plan of how you're going to get there because it can't just be this fantasy thing that you're like, yeah, it's just going to come and like, no, you need to take action. And action is really, really big in in my own understanding as well. So when it comes to time, time limits, I believe that there's going to be times where you release it but there's also times where you have a solid, a solid goal. So for instance, some of my recent things is like, I, you know, at some point I know I'm going to live by the beach. That's just something that I love to do. Mm
0: -hmm.
1: Um, And I don't, I don't have a time around that because I'm chill with that. I don't really, I don't feel like it needs to happen now. I just, I get to enjoy the life that I've created and eventually it's just going to roll over into this life that I'm living by the beach. Mm -hmm. Uh, However, last month I also had a monthly income goal and you know I needed to bring in a certain amount of money within four days and so I was like okay let's do this so for me it was a reach but I was like no I can create a strategic plan I made the plan I gave it a hard end date the end of August and I manifested it and so it but it's through that action it's through that strategy and so I believe if you feel like it's good to have the time limit definitely do it make sure you've got a plan same thing though but if you feel like you want to release it um then you can also release it but it has to feel ultimately good with you and you've got the reins on like whether you want to put it or
0: not put it on there yeah love that and as you said like it comes back to what feels good to you does it serve you yes do it if it doesn't Mm -hmm. don't make it feel constricting Exactly. I feel like we could just keep talking for days and days and days, but (laughs) I did want to ask one question is around your routines, rituals, morning routines, night routines. Do you have things in place or do you just go with the flow? What does that look like for you? Totally.
1: Yeah. So I love a good morning routine. My night routine, as well, has started to come back. I lost it for like a like a hot minute, <laughs> but basically, in my morning routine, I start off with meditation. I love using um, the wake up the Sam Harris app he's got some really beautiful meditations to help you create a quality state of mind so I use that and um, I also use my own meditations it sounds so geeky but I use my own meditations I put for manifestation monthly and then I get into journaling so that's when I open up my journal and I, oh actually before that I forgot a step I actually do the manifestation method worksheet so that's a sheet I fill out without fail every single day Go through that, then I do my journal session, and this is where I'm flipping limiting beliefs. I'm scripting. I'm writing out how I desire for the day to go ahead of time, so that I'm already looking for avenues and ways of how that's going to occur without not knowing. So when you visit that reality before you've been there through writing it how how it's going to go, you get there faster, and you actually activate your brain to look for ways. So that's something that's really important for my own um, morning routine. And then after that. I will either write down like my top five priorities I need to do that day. And I start to plan my day if I haven't done it the night before. And um, that's pretty much how I do that. And it's either like I'm sitting on my bed, just kind of chilling. um, And then that's when I do my morning routine, or I might go out into the living room and sit on my couch and look out the window and do it. But in terms of a night routine, so this is what I've started to do again recently is this is so micro but I just start with dimming the lights I feel like that's such a a mm. nice way to start it just like right. dim the lights and you're room, right yeah. and um I get off screens as much as I can so I switch the tv off and then I start to read whether it's like a a book like chicken soup for the soul. Like I, only, I didn't even read that. I'm only just reading it now. <laughs> and, um, so reading a book on my Kindle and then I will pop into bed or do a little short meditation, maybe 10 minutes of gratitude. So intentional gratitude so that I'm setting my energy. And as I sleep, I feel like I've done all the action that I can, um, before I wake up the next day. So that's, yeah, that's pretty much
0: my routines that I've got going with the, the rituals. <laughs> Beautiful. I love that. So many similarities between yours and mine as well. It's awesome. Oh, I love that. Um, all right, my love. Well, we can't keep going forever as much as I <laughs> do. But if there was one thing that is on your heart to share with our audience before you leave, what would it be?
1: Listen to your heart. And if it's urging you to come towards balance, start to ask questions about how you're living your life now and how you're understanding manifestation right now. And just ask, is there a more truthful way of doing this? Is there a scientific backing behind this? And the more that I feel that we ask questions like this, the closer we get to understanding how we create our dream lives. And I
0: think that's so important. Mm, beautiful words to finish with my love thank you so much for coming onto the podcast this has been such a beautiful conversation and love your approach to manifesting and bringing the science into it and all your examples you gave today were phenomenal thank you so much thank you so much Taylor. thanks for having me my pleasure for those that want to connect with you further please let us know where they can find you on social web links any of the good stuff Absolutely. So if you loved everything that Taylor and I spoke about today,
1: you can check out my own podcast. It's called the Kimberly you Podcast. We had Taylor on literally just the other week as well, which is really cool. So you have to check out her interview over there. Um, and then we have Instagram. We, mean meaning me, I don't know where you came from. Instagram <laughs> is just at Kimberly Wenya. <laughs> and um, the, basically, if you're looking for someone who's going to be your number one source, for science-based truth-based manifestation then you can come and join me over there i'm super active on my stories we're always doing like a daily manifestation tip we're always doing free classes and challenges so there's a ton of stuff for you to dive into over there as well so yeah those are the main two areas where i'm sure once you get there you can find out whatever else you'd like to find out
0: <laughs> beautiful and we'll pop those links in the show notes as well so it's super easy for people to go and connect with you thank awesome. you again my love this has been such a joy so i appreciate you. Thanks, babe. Thank you. This has been so fun. Thanks so much for spending your time with me and for listening today. If you love the episode, please be sure to leave me a review on iTunes to let me know and screenshot the episode now to share on your stories and tag me at TayRayOfficial. If you're looking for more support in scaling out your impact and your income with your business online, be sure to head to my website TaylorRay.com.au to get access to all my courses, coaching programs, and free resources.